0: God. Well, he's new at it, you know. He, he for six don't years be he's man. been telling me he's a new media producer. When are you going to be an old media producer or an experienced media producer? An old,
1: new media producer, something like that. Two fifty-three correction, three fifty-three. I don't know what that is, but I definitely have a block here. Three five three, Charlie, uh, UCap Daily from Sun and Fun Air Show 2014. Uh, I'm here with uh, my good buddy Dave. Say hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Uh, and uh, Jeb's off on assignment, so he's not here today. And we're sitting here with uh, a great friend of the podcast, Jim. Can I
0: say your last name? Absolutely. Jim Goldman's here. Hi, Jim. Hi, Jack. And uh, you can call me Jeb for the for this part. Okay, you'll be Jeb. All right. Jeb. You'll be Jeb Prime. That, that way I can say effing New
1: Hampshire. <laughs> okay. Um, it's uh, the end of day uh, two here at Sun and Fun. And uh, we're sitting on the deck of a uh, of a uh, hospitality suite here. And we're watching the air show in the distance. It's probably a lot of background noise here and airplanes off in the distance but uh it's a beautiful day it got really warm here today at the air show um but that's nice it's it's just just very pleasant what do you think about the day david well let's see A less humid than yesterday B just as warm as yesterday
2: just as pretty as yesterday more crowded than yesterday uh productivity wise for me really good day
1: yeah what happened today anything fun happened today at the show anything fun uh i saw a blue angel
2: arrive yeah well that was a blue angel that was right that's the
0: pr guy with the two-seater uh small jet identification hour as we picked out the bd jet which we should we did see that while we were watching the air
1: show it was the bd jet it was look it was
0: bd5 jet but it looked bigger than the bd5 jet why did it look bigger I, I think the wingspan was a little out of proportion to what I remember as the mini BB-5. Well, and and the ones that was at Oshkosh last year on display
2: had been, if memory serves, stretched. And I'm stretching the meaning of stretch, like 8 inches or 10 inches. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny. Is it, 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 most American females will know. Males have a terrible sizeless size. Degree.
1: All right, okay. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, what else happened today? Uh, here's the big news today, and I want to and 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 uh, and Jeb Prime. I want to ask you a question about yes, something sir. very very interesting, but I'm going to come back to it in a second here. Um, all kidding aside, big news today. FAA has announced uh, that, big news. that they are going that to be, big be, begin the rulemaking process for um, somehow reducing. The requirements of the third class medical. David, do you know anything about more about this than what I just said? Or? Not really. Uh, they announced that they are in the process. I love how this.
2: I, I read the release online. It, they're in the process of developing what's called the notice of proposed rulemaking, which is a you know the preliminary step to a rule change uh, in response to the uh, now pushing three-year-old petition from AOPA and EAA to exempt the medical requirement for a certain limited spectrum of GA aircraft. Two seats uh, under a certain weight with uh, speed limit okay it was like it was light
1: sport it was 180 horsepower fixed 180 gear
2: 180
1: horsepower fixed gear I forget the weight limitation but no IFR and that's what you hate right David? Not no IFR no, no IFR uh, and it's like wow
2: now this. The horses left the barn in Congress and working on a complete exemption from the third-class medical for aircraft up to 6,000 pounds, up to six seats, up to 250 knots, day and night and everything in the world. But IFR, the FAA is responding, responding to that with a promise. Of an NPRM that will
0: address the EAA-ALPA petition. It's it's clear that the bill that recently introduced in the Senate that was already pending in the House has had the effect of kicking the FAA in the butt to get going. And the FAA is going to try to say, wait a minute, let's do it our way. Don't worry about that legislation in Congress. Pay no attention to that legislation behind the curtain.
1: Now, I don't think we expected to hear anything on this until Oshkosh. Do you read anything into the fact that we heard heard here instead? Well, now this is strictly Dave speculation. I
2: get it. Well, it's a take. Uh, you know, one of the things that Jim and I are so uh, out of sync and in sync on is we both are long time Washington, D.C. guys. Yeah, right, uh, yep. We don't always see the same picture from the same perspective. No, not really. But we do have the same background
1: in watching these guys work up close. And that's why I'm curious what you think about this. I think it's wasted effort on On the FAA's part. Why? Because
2: the congressmen, the senators, the pilots in Congress, the General Aviation Caucus in Congress have so positively reacted to the two bills introduced to exempt third-class medical requirements for all those things we talked about. Up to six seats, up to 6,000 pounds, up to 14,000 feet. And what we're already hearing is that that legislation's already going to be, when it gets to committee hearings, which will be this spring, this summer, soon, that amendments will be introduced to introduce a instrument as allowed and possibly, just for consistency's sake, up to 18,000 feet Saying if you're gonna fly above eighteen, that's getting closer to air transport territory, so we're gonna still require a medical for that. Well, if they did that, that would encompass something to the tune of ninety-five percent of all GA. Okay. A lot of pilots in Congress were involved in drafting these laws, proposals. I don't, see June, them, since, I don't see since,
0: them being deterred by the FAA. June, June, well, since I'm sitting in for Jeb, I'll uh, okay. disagree slightly. Yeah. We do need a contrary. Dave, you ignorant slut, right? Yeah. Well, thank you for yeah, saying yeah, yeah, that. Okay. All right. yeah. <laughs> I, I believe that this the uh, notice of proposed rulemaking effort by the FAA is a direct ro- response to Congress. You, we do agree, we agree on, on that. that. But I believe that ultimately Congress will defer to the FAA. They will either they won't pass the legislation that's pending or they'll pass something watered down based on what the FAA proposes. They will have some deference to the agency that Dave's not, Dave doesn't think will happen. And and Dave has some
1: recent evidence for his perspective. You, Dave? I, Dave. Okay, all right, yeah. Dave has some recent... Makes me nervous whenever you talk about yourself in the third person, but go ahead. Well,
2: that's because I'm once removed. Uh... First off, when the FAA said, hey, Congress, we're going to work on increasing the requirements to fly right seat in commercial aircraft, Congress said, good, we're glad to hear that. And they went on and acted in a way that's really screwed up pilot training to be an airline pilot. Congress didn't listen to FAA's promise. They frankly didn't give a frack then when the FAA came out with their findings and recommendations for the CAR-23 rewrite and the Aviation Rulemaking Committee result, Congress was already writing legislation to force them to act on the recommendations, period. Congress has already passed that law and it's been signed by the President of the United States, so it is now real. Congress didn't give a Mooney's impenage that the FAA was promising to act. You like that? I do like that, yeah. (laughs) They didn't give a Mooney's impenage what the FAA was doing. Congress was going to do its thing anyway. So my expectation is that Congress has no more respect for what the FAA is going to promise now over this than
1: they have then. I, I want to talk about I want to talk about Jim's news here, but I just do want to ask, so does uh, FAA's actions today accelerate the process? Will it make it happen faster or is it still gonna just take its time? I, I actually think that what this will do to the lawmakers in
2: Congress that are already signed on on this will tell them that they're going in the right direction and to proceed as directed. okay Are they going to slow down? No, okay. Okay. No. My expectation, not a prediction, just my expectation, is that before the end of this Congress, the law will pass both houses. It'll be reconciled to match. If it's not matching when it passes both houses, it'll go to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, where it will be signed. Now, what does that mean, the end of this Congress? That's the end of this year. That's the end of this year. Right. Because in November, we've got the general election. Yeah. I don't expect it to finally clear until after the November election when there's all this pressure off and reelection prospects right. can't be affected by decisions right. they make.
1: All right, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, Jim, the, um, uh, the thing I want to ask you about, is, and this yes, is not exactly a Sun and Fun story, but it's very cool, and that is that you bought an aircraft. I did. Uh, what did you buy?
0: Well, I Well, on my way to Sun and Fun, I sort of stopped off to buy an airplane. Now, it is Sun and Fun related because they're exhibiting here, and I saw them here. It is called an Aerolite 103. Ah, cool. By you Fly It of Deland, Florida, and it is a Part 103 of the regulation's ultralight this means for my pilot friends, no license is required, no medical is required, the, li- the aircraft does not have to be registered or inspected. It's yours and yours alone. Yeah. Describe it physically for us. What does it look like? What's it shaped like? It looks quite like an airplane. It has wings and a tail. Okay, all right. It's a high-wing um, it fabric on tube, right? It is a high-wing fabric on metal tube. The fabric is uh, the same as you would make the, wings of a, uh, the uh, sails of a sailboat. Okay. And uh, it's an aluminum tube airframe. The entire thing weighs less than 254 pounds. That's the regulation. Carries five gallons of gas, goes about 80 miles an hour. Real, uh, one seat small engine now what's the engine like the engine is a sing hearth h i r t h hearth single cylinder two cycle or two stroke is called uh, 28 horsepower motor 28 horsepower i said that and uh, like i said you can get about 80 miles an hour for about 2 hours of fun and enjoyment before you put some more gas and you just need auto gas yeah yeah and it is easy maintenance cuz it's a two stroke engine yeah david you're familiar with this airplane what do you
1: think Oh, I think Jim made a great choice. Uh, First
2: off, there are a number of other options that he could have gone with, all of them with the same constraints and the same basic parameters because they're all Part 103 legal. Part 103 dictates no more than 254 pounds, empty weight, no more than 5 gallons, single seat, and a 55-knot top speed. They all do that. After that, it's just kind of a matter of how... uh, how you like your aircraft configured, low wing, high wing, tail wheel, tricycle, pusher, tractor, uh, the options are all out there. If you want to get a Light, you can get a, a, a couple of amazing cub-like
0: replicas of the b Light. part 103 legal, but it's a tractor. And some of them have an enclosure, some of them you're sitting right. out in the breeze. Um, Yours some, is 50 Yeah, there's a little bit of a clear plexi enclosure to break the wind. Almost like a motorcycle windscreen, right. just to break the wind. But you're still outdoors. Uh, you do have a little bit of a floor underneath your feet. A little bit of something for your feet to sit yeah. on. And, and by the way, the, important to note, safety equipment does not count towards that 254 you pound have, limit. So if you add a ballistic parachute or uh, something along that line, they don't... Um, you, you can add that and go over the 254 pounds. You have a 34.
2: Uh, you have a 30 pound allowance. Is that of it? Safety okay. equipment, right? Well, and when the 30 pound allowance was created, most of the parachute systems weighed in the mid teens. So, some of the airplanes didn't come with. Some of the ultralights didn't come with brakes if you put a parachute in it, it to claim the 30-pound latitude, you could throw in 10 pounds worth of brakes and still be legal.
0: Okay. Jim, have you ever flown this, this style of aircraft before? Never before. <laughs> However, I, I was told by the manufacturers at the factory that they would be happy to have me come down for a day of training okay. at some point. However, not this week because they're sort of busy at Sun and Fun.
1: <laughs> well, that's very cool. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah.
2: And, and, it's, it's, and for all the... All, all, all those aviators out there, they're going, huh, oh, ultralight, maybe. What Mr. Goldman just talked about is the penultimate necessity if you're transitioning
0: from larger aircraft to an ultralight. What's that? Training. Uh, okay. Remember, with no license and no inspection, you, people can go out and hurt themselves in these things. No. So the most dangerous ultralight
2: pilot on the planet... Is the pilot of a heavier airplane who looks at it and says, They can't tell me anything about that. I fly much heavier stuff. Yeah. That's the issue. Yeah. Yeah. The lighter stuff has some different behavior characteristics strictly around the basis of its lightweight and low wing loading. Yeah. And those little differences, if you're not really expecting them, have been known to uh, damage people.
1: Yeah, no, I've heard that. I believe that. Absolutely. Well, congratulations, Jim. We're going to hear more stories about that once you get the airplane. Oh, and, uh, I'd, I'd love to come
0: on, and uh, we'll share some stories and some pictures. Yeah,
1: absolutely. absolutely. I would say the big thing now is seeing
0: what kind of color scheme, Jim.
1: I know. That's a, that's the big decision. That's harder than deciding to buy it. It's like, uh, what color are you going to make Well, here
0: I had to, to consult with my color expert, which is my wife, <laughs> to find out what colors <laughs> go with each other. Yeah, there we but, go. And here's the good news. You, you picked the
2: right color color. Combination. So all you got to do is order a new set
0: if right. you want to change it. Well, they are sewn to the to the um, uh, and I, the ability to sew the fabric to the frame may be beyond my ability. Oh, they rib stitch and stuff like that. They sew it on, so it isn't it isn't pulled on and zipped, It's sewn on because so many of them are just stretched tight. Right. It, well, that's good. Yeah, it looks yeah, like a, ni- a It back. Looks like a very nicely made craft. Yeah.
1: Hey, it's day two here at Sun and Fun 2014. We're having a blast. Uh, There's still plenty of stuff going on here this week, so if you're in the area and you aren't planning on coming over here, well, shame on you, you should. Uh, there are a lot of opportunities. Blue Angels are going to be here later in the week. Lots of airplanes on display. Lots of people to come and visit with. So uh, make night sure you... show this weekend. Yeah, that's right. The fireworks and the night night air show on Saturday night. So uh, if you're in the area, come on by. Uh, we're having a lot of fun here. And uh, we'll be back on the deck on Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Plus, we're going to be keeping doing these dailies. So uh, anyways, this is uh, 353 Charlie.
2: You got it right!
1: With uh, David and, uh, and, Jeb Prime, Jeb Prime. Uh, and Jim Prime. Jim Goldman, go. our good friend Jim Goldman. Thank you, Jim, for joining us. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. David, we'll talk to you later on. And uh, Jeb, hi, how are you doing? And in Jeb's we'll say GTFN.